Blue Apron. It's a wonderful, wonderful product. Well, it's not a product. It's a service. And they are uh, great sponsors of the Jane Dan Podcast. You know, not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. For less than 10 bucks per person, per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue, a- Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. I didn't know that. Yeah, you get to customize your recipes. Each meal comes uh, with a step-by-step uh, uh, instruction. Uh, they take about 40 minutes or less. And Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash jandan. That's blueapron.com slash jandan. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash jandan. Blueapron.com slash jandan. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports the Jan Dan Podcast. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work someone, work with someone you can trust who has your best interests in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get a mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. I love that. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Why would you go to anyone else for a mortgage? This is so simple. Skip the bank. Skip the waiting line. Go completely online to quickenloans.com slash J. quickenloans.com slash J. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. So while you, you got your mortgage, you got uh, your Blue Apron meal, you have to be comfortable while doing both those. Picture a world where putting on a new pair of underwear isn't just fresh. You're stepping into a better day. Think about it. Underwear is the first thing you put on, the last thing you take off. Why would you settle for anything less than the best-feeling underwear on the planet? We all wear them. We all wear them. Uh, MeUndies very kind to send us uh, some pairs of MeUndies uh, about a year ago. I wear the same pair every single day. And some people are like, maybe you switch it up. No. Too comfortable. I will never switch it up. And you deal with the smell. It makes every day that much better. For the price of two cocktails, MeUndies will deliver a new favorite pair of underwear right to your doorstep. Better day guarantee. Mm-hmm. These are uber cozy. <laughs> <laughs> Menuisms, uber cozy undies. They're sold exclusively on the MeUndies website where you'll enjoy free shipping. That's right. I can't stress that enough. Free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. For a limited time, everyone in our audience gets 20% off their first order, but you have to go to our special URL, MeUndies.com slash JanDan. MeUndies.com slash JanDan. MeUndies Better Get Day Guarantee has, means you have nothing to lose. Go to MeUndies.com slash JanDan. 20% off. Wait, so you're telling me order. there's free shipping in the U.S. and Canada, and I get 20% off my first order? And you get me undies, best undies what? in town. The, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Well, we have the best sponsors. Yeah. And now, here's the podcast. Maybe we can- Hi, folks. Before we get started, <laughs> we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. You did not show up at the Jay and Dan Dude Fest. I. <laughs> we had a holiday party, and we that's the day we discovered we work with all dudes. Bring on the men. It's raining men. Hallelujah. Come on. That's why. No one's with women in that group. Nah. Not a single guy. Well, uh, Kirk, 
He brought, he like, brought a yeah, lady. Bring yeah, my girlfriend. And they go like bring in just like a five dollar lady of the night, and they're like, "Yeah, we've been. How long you been with him? Where are the smokes? <laughs> Can I smoke at this party? Oh, how long have you and Ben been seeing each other? Yeah, me and Bell have been seeing each other for fifteen minutes. He picked me up at the bus stop. Come here, Daddy. Schwarzenegger is so stiff. Your clothes. Give them to me. Close your eyes, stay flat, and don't move. Pull back! <laughs> Pull back! Would you rather eat off the floor of an airplane bathroom? Oh, they're disgusting. Or they are so, so much gross. piss. Sleep on a jizz stained pillow for one night. Cake batter. I went into they're one so on my flight <laughs> back. Oh, this lady comes out. It was just <laughs> stained. <laughs> Coated everywhere. <laughs> like, it was massive oh, diarrhea. Oh, what does it smell like in there? Oh, God. Oh. Just, no, just didn't, get, didn't give a f- <laughs> I'd rather have Jay jizz on me than he <laughs> Yes! Yes! Come on, it'll be fun. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. I've always thought about that, Jim. Hey! <laughs> Hey, it's the JNN Podcast, go. episode 140. Welcome. Here we are. Uh, it's a it's a new year. We already, yeah, we've done one in the new year. Oh, did we? Yeah, last week. Happy, happy new <laughs> year, everyone. <laughs> when when are you not allowed to say happy new year? I said it, August. Yeah. August say 10th. right up to July, That's you're the cutoff, fine. August 10th. You can walk around, happy new year to you, happy 2017 in July. No problem. You do it in August. You get shot. How long is it going to take you guys to switch over to writing 17 when you write a date? Uh, I write a lot of checks somewhere to use it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're into the, uh, the doldrums, right? Because you, you, it's, the, it's the Christmas, it's the New Year's letdown. Because you got, yeah. what do you got next? Uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Went into the CVS, they've already got everything stocked up for Valentine's. Hey, did you get your chocolates? No. Stupid. You get your uh, you get your flowers. Yeah, I already got my flowers. <laughs> it is Boots. January tenth. My flowers are already sitting at home. Books. You got. You've been using Books a lot. Yeah, Books. Great company. They've uh, advertised with us before. Books.com. If you want flowers, hit them up. Hey, on our Canadian Wall of Fame today. Very excited about this. He is playing Coachella. It is Mac DeMarco. I'm a huge fan. Check him out. If you haven't already, was living in Brooklyn, recently moved to Los Angeles. Mac DeMarco, I believe he was raised in Edmonton, lived in Montreal for a while. He's been all over, but he is Canadian. Is he a one-man band? Yeah, kind of, yeah. And he records all his albums by himself in his home. That's what I'd do. Save yeah. money. Yeah, saves cash. Really smart. Good with the equipment, if you know what I'm saying. So Mac DeMarco, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, Spotify that on the way. Yeah, do it. Nice. What do, you, what do you think his real name is? Mackenzie. My name's Ken. Mickey Gretzky. Werner Winfield McBrien Smith the Fourth. I, I probably that. could have Googled that. <laughs> I love that. Werner? Werner. Werner Smith Four. I know a, a Vern Fiddler, but a, not a Werner. Yeah, Vern Smith. That, he could have also gone with that. I think Mac DeMarco works pretty well. Yeah. And we'll ask him how he came up with Mac DeMarco. Yeah, we, we'd like to get him on the podcast, so uh, you know, send a tweet to him. Uh, luckily, uh, Jay made it for the podcast. Uh, yeah, oh diarrhea. God. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! God! Last night, tell us all about <laughs> hey, it. Yeah. Did it. Did it sound like this? <laughs> no, no, no! It didn't sound like that at all. That would be peeing. 
<laughs> but what it sounded like was, well, okay, very quickly, we finished our show last night, and I'm cold. we always keep that studio so cold, and but it doesn't bother me. In fact, I love the cold studio, but I was freezing to the core, like to the core. You know that feeling? Right to your toes. You're freezing cold. You're like, what? What's Teeth are chattering. I turned my heat up in my car on the way home. Never do that in L.A. It's insane. So I get home, and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Sit on the toilet, and it sounded like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then hey. Pooh guy This went on for 10 hours oh. and the worst No, no, no There can't be that much in your system <laughs> And uh, that's what I didn't know I didn't so know So your body's just making new diarrhea Pretty much up. And then and then, like around 4 in the morning So then my wife is getting up with her kid all night Because she's like You're not going in there You're not getting her sick so then I come yeah. back and I and she's you know I'm in the bathroom and I'm like oh she's in bed now she's okay she must be asleep so I sit down and like I left the bathroom door open so you can see our toilet from our bed so you can see right at it for whatever reason I left it open yeah. I sat down yeah. and I was just like <laughs> <laughs> and you know in my mind I'm like ah she probably didn't hear that <laughs> and then this morning I wake up and I'm like. Did you hear? Yeah, I heard. <laughs> yeah, I heard everything. Forget sex, buddy. And I heard everything. And you just wanted that smell to permeate the entire place? I just, you know what it was? <sighs> I was so tired, I, I thought, I'll just leave the door open because maybe I don't have as much in there. Nope. So uh, <laughs> your butt probably looks like ground beef right now. Yeah, it's like charred up, but... Um, at some point, you have to jump in the shower, as we've discussed many times on this yeah. podcast. You don't wipe and wipe no, and wipe. No. Jump in the shower, scrub down. Did you eat something bad? Yeah. Did you analyze while it was coming? Did you take a peek and say, "Okay, let's uh, let's uh, look at the uh, the the." Uh, I did not the evidence. I did not, but I assumed we had Jay Glazer on our podcast yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the bringer of diarrhea. Yeah. Well, he was sick. Remember, he came in. He was sick. And you said every time you've talked to him, he's been sick. You've talked to him like a few he's times. He's sniffles. He's he's working too hard. Yeah, you guy, so, he, I he, assume he, that Jay Glazer gave me diarrhea from the gym <laughs> to work, back to the gym, and then he sleeps for like eight minutes in a hyperbaric chamber, and then he's back at it. And then the other thing with Jay is he's like, "Wow, I started training these MMA fighters." I'm like, "How did Jay train MMA fighters? Like, how did he convince these MMA fighters that he was the guy to train them? He does not look like an MMA fighter." I'm surprised that he hasn't become like an agent on the side as well. Yeah, well, a player agent. Maybe he's, Fox is paying him more money. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. All right. Sorry. <laughs> now your, your you had, came up. You had a good day on the Sunday. You went to the happiest place on. Earth. Yeah. Uh, little Ruby O'Toole, her sixth birthday is coming up, so I said, "Hey, let's go to Disney." Oh um, uh, yeah. Uh, and it was the last day. Now hold on. Can I time called as you like to say? Sure. No chance. You said. Let's go to Disney. No chance. No. They said they wanted to go, and you begrudgingly. I agreed. said, "What would you like to do?" And she said, "I want to go to Disney," because she doesn't remember going. Right. She's been like ten times. Right. I'm like, Ugh, should have taken more pictures. Anyway, Dan O'Toole here. So I figured it's the last day of the Christmas break. Everyone goes to school on Monday, so I'm like, everyone from Idaho, everyone from Calgary, they're gone home. Yeah. It's the Sunday. There, there's going to be no one there. There's always people there. Yeah, it's never there, not. I think they were not. I think there. they were over capacity. The fire marshal should have <laughs> shut that thing down. Because when we left, 
We walked a good mile from uh, the back of Disney to the front, and we had to shuffle the whole way on our way out. I'm like, if there's a loud noise or something, we're dead. Yeah. We're going to be trampled. Yeah, that'd be cool to see all those people trample each other at Disney. Mickey, stop! (laughs) Stop it, guys! I won't. (laughs) I won't stop. Trample everyone. Every time I'm there, I look at the people in the parade, and I'm like, how do they do it? Every day. How do same they do song, it? same dances. Over and over. Over and over. Max's girlfriend was in the parade for four years. And how did she do it? She loves it. She said it's like a new group of people every day. Like a new group of kids watching you and you're performing for wow, a new what audience a, every what day. What a mature way to look at it. I would be going insane. I would be going so, insane. She was Doug the dog once. <laughs> she was a princess, Snow White. And then she also played one of the dancers for someone else. One of the, the strip club exotic dance. What's the pay scale like there? Yeah, low. Minimum, really? Like minimum wage? Like a minimum wage kind there, of thing? There's like, like an t- NFL cheerleader pay? Yeah, there's like tiers. Like one year a minimum wage, two years, seventy-five. I mean, it's low. Yeah, it's mostly actors who want it, right? Yes, who want to come to LA. They want to make it in the biz. It's a job. But where you make your big bucks is when you go overseas, and oh. you're like Snow White in Paris or Snow White oh, in, in Shanghai. Tokyo. Yeah. Shanghai, mm. yeah. Okay, a few suggestions. That sounds for, fun for the Disney folks uh, listening. The Disney management, of course. Yeah, Bob Iger, President and CEO of Disney. Uh, take a listen to this. You're pulling in <laughs> at that theme park that day alone. You're pulling in what? Twenty million. You're pulling in millions. Yeah. Open three, four more gates, maybe, to let people. Yeah, in. Sure. yeah. yeah, yeah they often. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. need to open all the gates. Yeah. Uh, get a couple more cashiers for the food. And maybe get some more food. <laughs> no, but see, you don't know. You need to talk to people and ask them where to go for the food. The, there's good food there, but you have to find. You have to talk to. People. This should be everywhere. I'm trying to make them more money. Went to the one stand. They had baked potatoes and sausages and stuff. And they walked up. The lady said, "We're out of baked potato. We're out of sausages." So we're like, you, you, "So you got nothing here? You got nothing?" You should have just gone corn dogs. Can't go wrong there. Packed a bag full of snacks. They were gone. Dan O'Toole here. You almost you had, starved to death. Then. You had a great time at Disney, didn't you? It, right. it, it, the crowds are getting pretty insane. And now, when I was there right before Christmas, I noticed they are building the Star Wars land. They are building it right where Frontierland was. That's where Star yeah. Wars is. Is Frontierland gone? That's going to be gone. It's wow. going to be Ben is appalled. It's no Frontierland. That's land. like when yeah, you got... So long, Davy Crockett. Yeah. No, you, wow. kids are not into that crap. That's anymore. like getting rid of E.T. at Universal Studios. No. The worst thing in the world. Right. Wow. E.T. is the greatest ride ever. Now it's gone for Mummy. Who cares about the Mummy ride? Big. Wow. Mummy. Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. New Tom Cruise Mummy yeah. movie coming up next summer. Boom. Phone home? What about the Murder, She Wrote ride? Is that still there? <laughs> <laughs> That was a ride? I don't well, know no, but is. I remember the last time I toured Universal Studios when I was a kid with my parents, they took us through the the town that Murder, She Wrote was shot because that was Universal's big hit at the time. They're like, this is one of the most famous towns in the world right now, and you may know it is Angela Lansbury's own town on Murder, She Wrote. And I'm like, what the f*** is this? Okay, I have a question. Though. I worked on that show. <laughs> Really? really? On Murder, She Wrote? Yeah, yeah, doing the music for it. For Shut a couple up. of episodes, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. 
So did you get to work with Lansbury? I never met her, no. no. She's still no. alive, by the way, still acting. She's like in her 90s. It'd be cool, like a little Moulin Rouge Paris, Angela Lansbury, Snow White thing. Yeah, yeah. As a ride? 91. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Just idea. combine the whole thing. It was a huge hit. Huge hit. Top 10, because it was the show that the old people watched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what that show is now? Fox Sports Live with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still on. You can find it on. Oh yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's in reruns. Angela's raking in that rerun cash. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's she's not suffering. Uh, I did find a uh, for anyone visiting the L.A. area. I found a hidden gem to take the kiddies to. Uh, the Ronald Reagan Library. Yeah, the Presidential sure. Library. Yep, it's a good place. There's no yep. books at the library. It's a museum, but there's they get to go on Air Force One. Okay. Old man tools in. The, the worst field trip I've ever been on when I was in elementary school. Boring. What made you so think boring? That this is going to be perfect for a six-year-old and a nine-year-old. They loved it. They got to go on a plane and didn't get uh, airsick because no, the plane is there. It's on the ground. Couldn't you have just taken them to the Grove? Nah, I wanted to culture them. <laughs> what did they learn? Fucking thing sucks. Ronald Reagan liked jelly beans. That was their takeaway. Because <laughs> everywhere they went, there was jelly bean jars. Yeah. You know what's a great place to go next time? Next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Museum of Natural History downtown. Yeah, yeah went there. Great place. My Where's kids it? love that place. Okay, maybe i return there. How are the yeah. crowds? Crowds? No, no, it's not bad at all. In Dan's, and there's in all sorts of stuff world. for them to do, you know? Dan would like a world where zombies took over Los Angeles, <laughs> and he and his family were the only ones left, and he could just go into everything, no crowds. Nope, don't have to is pay. There, this is a serious question. Is there a day to go to Disney where you're like, okay, there's going to be no one there? What I was told by our crew when we first moved here was that the only kind of time you get a break is if it's raining a little bit here. So if it's yeah. like if it's if it's raining lightly, most people in LA will say F- it, no. But if you go, usually rain won't last that long here, and you'll have yeah. But there's so many dumb people there, so you're getting umbrellas in the eye all day, Every, all oh, day, yeah. just walking around. Boom, another umbrella in the Cause eye. Because it, it's just <laughs> idiots just walking, then just stop. You stop, and then everyone runs into everyone. Oh God. So they had this big, I don't know what it was, uh, at, at Christmas time, they have the Christmas parade down there. Yeah, it was still on. That was the last day on Sunday. And they have like this thing, this parade of candles and all that stuff. I recorded that too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Did the thing for Disney down there. Well, speaking of, uh, cool. of your, your various a... degrees of employment, Jim, can we do a six degrees with you? Sure. Uh, from a... I like this one from Bill Paulson, who's a longtime listener. We met him in uh, Estevan, Saskatchewan. Great guy. The band is. Oh, I'm going to wait for Rich. Uh, yep. You've, we've band never band had is. this one for sure. Oh, oh. Yeah. This okay. one we for sure have never had. This one is. This one could be tough. Europe. The band. The band Europe. Europe. What was their big the, hit? The final countdown. The final, oh, yeah, final countdown. countdown. Yes. Yeah, I knew. Wow. I knew. Yes. Wow. Uh, so uh, I never, I never got to work with the guys directly, you know. And uh, uh, the singer Joey Tempest, a, a classic, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyways, but uh, their producer Kevin Elson uh, has produced massive amounts of records. Everybody knows from. From Journey, he produced Street Survivors, Leonard Skinner. I mean, a lot of Journey records. And my connection 
is through Kevin Elson because uh, I produced and engineered some artists that he has worked with, uh, mainly a band called Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Yeah. And uh, um, he produced their stuff. I, I never worked directly with Mr. Big, but the lead guitar player in Mr. Big, uh, Paul Gilbert, I... You know I, I did a band called Racer X that he was in, and if you guys like speed metal, holy sh! Hold on to your hats. <laughs> you know, Bobby Diaz, our audio guy, was just talking about that guitar player from Mr. Oh, it's Big, phenomenal. and he was saying how yeah. great he was. Like literally last week, he was just talking about it. Yeah, because we were talking about how Mr. Big had that "Be with You" yeah song, which was this oh, kind of mellowy acoustic yeah. kind of song. Yeah. yeah, 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 and that was kind of at the e- very end of like hair metal. Very, yeah, they kind of yep. caught the very last wave of it. Yes, yeah. And so uh, before Mr. Big, uh, Paul um, was playing in a band. He had this band, Racer X. And uh, I was working on a record doing some demos with those guys uh, when they kind of disbanded, and then he formed Mr. Big. Hmm. And uh, it was great. Uh, I did a live record with those guys at this club in uh, Reseda called The Country Club. It's no longer there, but in uh, the Boogie Nights movie, you know that nightclub that uh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg worked at? Yeah. That was the country no club. No way. Yeah. That was in Reseda? Yeah. No way. And uh, so, anyways, long story short. Reynolds' penis. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, but uh, if you want to check out a great record, it's, uh, it's called uh, Extreme Volume Live. And uh, when they would play on stage, it was so loud. Literally, the whole stage in the country club would vibrate so much. It felt like, you know, the feeling when your feet fall asleep, you know, if you're sitting on the toilet too long or something. Well, that was me last night, Yeah. Uh, so that's what it felt like the whole time the band was playing. Hmm. It was just like this. They, they were a great, great band. And uh, he and the other guitar player in the band, Bruce Bouillet, would do these dueling guitar solos and they would take guitar picks and they'd get a drill with like a an all bit, you know what I mean? Like a you know, like a wood boring bit, a wide bit. Yep. And they'd tape picks to both sides of the all. And they'd both take drills and they'd like use the drill as the guitar picking mechanism. So it'd be like 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 the fastest picking you've <laughs> ever heard. Wouldn't that be hard on the strings? Life. Oh man, they would wail on their guitars with those <laughs> drills. It was awesome. It was really, really cool. It was great to listen to and to watch. It was really something. I gotta check that out. Yeah. So uh, my connection is uh, a very loose six degree, but through through Kevin Elson. Yeah. Europe was uh, that final countdown song was gigantic. And yes. They, they, they brought it back in the Geico ads. Yeah, that was great. Week. Yeah, they did right. a great yeah. job of that. And they uh, made some money off uh, Arrested Development. Yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's right. Job would always go. <laughs> oh, that's right. He would always come that, up yeah. to that song. That was incredible when he would do that. Hey, Jim, can you answer this for me? Because I asked. Oh, sh- uh, I asked our producers uh, about the Dean Martin song Houston because we're going to the Super Bowl in Houston. I said I was wondering if we could play that all week. They mm-hmm. said it would cost probably twenty five grand for that oh, song. Oh my god! Are you? Well, I don't. What, what do you think? That's who knows. You know what I mean? So just very. It totally varies, yeah. and it's completely at the discretion of the artist. The artist, yeah. Well, like that last night on the national championship game, 
uh, here in the States, the Clemson-Bama game, everyone was making fun of ESPN because I think they literally played Gimme Shelter in every every throw to break and coming back from breaks. So obviously, they had paid the they Stones paid, yeah, yeah, a sh- ton of money for that one song. And they were going to get their money's worth They were going it. for it. Yeah. yeah. They were going for it. Same with that. I think we talked about it when the... Uh, on Mad Men, when they used Tomorrow Never Knows from Revolver, the Beatles song, they had to get approval from yeah. McCartney and Ringo Starr right. and the surviving widows, Yoko Ono and George Harrison's widow. And it cost them a, like a $300,000 Yeah, or I think it was like a quarter of a million at least. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading a story about that. To play one We We song. get like one good band a week for free to play on our network. Like this month, it's Fits in the Tantrums. And other weeks we had like the Killers one month. We really? get them for like four or five songs for a new album. We had and Cold the NFL has had Lady Gaga all year, right? Because yes. that's clear. But we get a ton. Yeah. I'm looking at the list that we've had. And oh, they're well, pretty big. We should big. start playing that on uh, the podcast here, just uh, nonstop. Are we allowed to do it on the podcast or the TV okay, shows? Probably only? not. Just yeah. the TV show. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it on the pod. I'm like reading the list. It's pretty good. We'll, maybe we'll do it next time. Okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm all right. It'd be I'm worth looking into. Uh, very, very quickly, um, do you want to do Would You Rather? Or are we calling Treggs right now? Well, why don't we call, call but Shregs. Jay, you can ask Dan this one because you oh. have it in front of you. Okay. So this is uh, this is from Chris, right? Yeah. This one from Chris. Uh, it's um, for Dan since he loves public shitters. Would you rather shit in a public bathroom and not at home for the rest of your life or... Drink nothing but non-alcoholic beer for the rest of the <laughs> Or virgin drinks, like if you like, you know, like no alcohol, basically. So no alcohol. Oh, I go no booze, easy. No booze? Ooh. Wait, only uh, drink non-alcoholic beers? Like you can't drink water yeah. or anything else? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. Or instead of a cocktail, you have to have it like a Shirley Temple. Yes, or something. Exactly. You, hate, you hate public bathrooms that much? Oh, yeah, and I discovered uh, my uh, soon-to-be six-year-old Ruby's the same. She's like, uh, I got to go. I'm like, well, just go here. She's like, eh-eh. Uh-uh, at home. Wow. I'm like So yes. you would you would forsake alcohol oh, forever. That is the easiest decision ever. Wow. I, I disagree with that completely. No, I like, cannot. People get have that. people have issues. Like I I don't even look in public stalls because people don't know how to take shits. There's shits on the wall, <laughs> there's shits on the back of the here. toilet. Our there's... our bathroom by our dressing room is every time I come into work around 3 o'clock, it's totally filled up and totally clogged. <laughs> first floor second every floor? Every time. Se- first floor. Oh, yeah. It, it's, every a se- time. it's a secret bathroom, so it's people go s- take their secret <laughs> Yeah, they take secret <laughs> there, but it's like they don't flush or they use too much toilet paper or something. But it is every time. So then I have to go back to the security guy and be like, you know what's going on again? He's like, it's you, isn't it? I'm like, no. <laughs> Why do Maybe. people do that? Do they want people to see their sh- Is it like a... Is it- <laughs> Yeah, they're shit. They're shit shares. Some so people are shit shares. Some people want you to see their shits. It's just rude. Yeah, it's not it's cool. Disgusting. No. Do we uh, have uh, Shregs? Yeah. Peter Schrager. How we doing? Good. Peter, how are you? We were just talking about how disgusting public restrooms are. Oh, disgusting. And you know, I got a job where I, I go to work every morning now at. 4 a.m. and I'm greeted by one and I say, well, when did that get left there? (laughs) (laughs) First one in, first one in the office, I open the bathroom stall and it's waiting for me. I said, well, was this from, this from eight o'clock? Was this from uh, the evening news? And Shrek, we talked about this last week uh, and you spent a lot of times in airports. The men's bathrooms at airports in the morning are the most disgusting places on the face of the earth. 
It's a symphony. I mean, it's literally a symphony. <laughs> I, I can't. The scent. Let's just talk about the noise. Oh, God. It is, it is like the Philharmonic in town. It's, it's, it's so rancid. Hey, here's the thing. We've got self-driving cars. Can we not invent a fan to suck all that smell out of there? <laughs> I think I think we've got an idea for the shark tank. Yes, yes. Let's put our heads together on this one. Jay, can, Jay, can you imagine Dan O'Toole in front uh, of Barbara Corcoran? Oh God, I can't. <laughs> Kevin O'Leary. Hey, we got two Canadians on that panel. I think we're yeah. uh, in good. Oh, God. hey, Mister Wonderful, I've got an idea for you. <laughs> we're gonna suck the shit out of the public restrooms all over America. Uh, Shregs, you uh, have been working your ass off uh, on on the National Football League. The play- First of all, I'd, l- I'd love to get your take. You're probably so sick of this. The the playoff games this past weekend, a lot of talk about them being boring, uh, not exciting games. Love to get your take, your thoughts on this, and if you think that is true or, or if there's something wrong with the game. I feel like you don't feel that way. No, I mean, look, as long as we're in it at halftime, there's a reason to watch. I, I watched all four games on... I was captivated by every storyline possible. You had a third third string quarterback making his first career start in one of them. You had Odell Beckham shirtless before the game and another one going doing who knows what banana stuff. And, and then you know the the Steelers they're red hot and the Packers are red hot. So to me the wild card round is always that. You've always got some long shot teams. Divisional round, which is this weekend, is really the best weekend of football because you have all the top seeds, and then you have four games, both two on Saturday and two on Sunday, and you can't go wrong. So, to me, this is the best weekend in football, not last weekend. Who is your pick right now to win the Super Bowl? I don't have one, Dan. I can't. I can't think. I gotta see how. I gotta see how the Falcons come out and play this weekend. You're very all, high on Matty Ice and the Falcons. That's oh, your MVP he's, pick. He's the MVP. They're the best offense. They're an absolute treat to watch, but. The fact of the matter is, in the States, they were only on primetime twice this season. One of them was a Monday night game up against the first Clinton-Trump uh, debate. Uh, you know, Saints-Falcons on ESPN didn't really stand much of a chance in the ratings. So no one saw that. And the other one was on a Thursday night on NFL Network against the Buccaneers. That wasn't exactly uh, the last episode of MASH either. So, <laughs> I, I mean, this is, this is what we're dealing with. No one's ever seen them, and uh, you know how the analysts do it. They want to talk about the Patriots. They want to talk about the Cowboys. They want to talk about the Steelers. And they want to talk about a shirtless Odell Beckham. Uh, The Falcons are not a sexy team. They're not in a big market necessarily when it comes to media. And quite frankly, I don't think America's seen them yet. So this is a huge test because we know Seattle's going to show up. Is Atlanta going to show up? Or are they going to be frauds like some people think they are? Shregs, I got a hot take. First of all, by the way, the way you described what the analysts want to talk about, the Cowboys, a shirtless Odell Beckham, that sounded like the rundown for every FS1 show <laughs> since every FS1 Jamie Harwood's show, Every show, every ESPN show, every, every NFL Network show. Sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm going out of line when I start talking about the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars on television because the truth of the matter is the Cowboys are the ultimate hot, button topic and whether you hate them or love them it moves the needle you see the ratings there's no surprise to that and that it's america's team but as many it's like the howard stern theory as many people love the cowboys twice as many people hate the cowboys so they truly are the uh the the absolute ratings monster that everyone makes them out but the opposite of that would probably be the houston texans here's my hot take shregs Texans okay. beat the Pats this weekend. It's over for the Pats. Oh, wow. all right. Make the case. Make the case for me, Jeff. Oh. Brock Osweiler comes through. 
Uh, Pat's overconfident on the road. Belichick's been sleeping on commuter trains. Uh, yeah, not prepared, not ready. McDaniels is already interviewing for a million head coaching jobs. His head's not in it. And the Texans pull it off, and they win, and the Pats are done. I mean, it would be it would be catastrophic right? for, for, for Fox. Ratings. Yeah, but let me explain. <laughs> Fox would be very upset at me. Yeah, you might want to strike this from the record. Um, no, but honestly, the head coach of the Houston Texans, a guy named Bill O'Brien that we know, he was with New England two different stints as a coach. The defensive coordinator is Romeo Cornell, who won three Super Bowls, I believe, as a defensive coordinator in New England. The offensive coordinator is a guy named George Godsey, who came from New England. Larry Izzo runs the special team from New England. Mike Vrabel is the linebacker's coach from New England. And Vince Wilfork is the defensive captain from New England. There's a lot of familiarity between these two teams. So 17 points is the spread. I mean, this is one team that I know isn't going to be intimidated to go in there. Whether they're not good enough, that's another thing. But they certainly aren't going to be like psyched out to play against Belichick. You know him as well as anybody. Do we put uh, our mortgage, our houses, on them covering? No. You never <laughs> bet again. <laughs> I also believe that Brady, I think, is 9-1 and one after a bye in the playoffs. And like the Patriots don't lose these kind of games. I think I, think I gave you all that spiel. I think under Bill O'Brien... The uh, Patriots have outscored the Texans fifty-four to seven. So we maybe should uh, should, should back up the truck a little no, bit. No, no, we should. Though I'm I'm upset. Norm McDonald, I think, bet his entire life savings on Alabama last night. Shregs, I'm a little worried about him. Now. Did he? I thought Norm McDonald was worried about the par three at Oakmont. Right now. <laughs> I, mean, it, I didn't know he bet on other things. I thought he was just a golf blogger. Hey, uh, Peter Schrager, how's uh, fatherhood? We haven't checked in with you in a while, and you, you, we mentioned how much you're working. Are you are you seeing your child? Yeah, I love it, dude. It is great. I'm being completely earnest and genuine here. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. It's just, it's, it's a handful with everything else that's going on. So all credit goes to my wife because she's, you know, neither one of our families live in New York and I'm on the road a lot. So she's basically a single mother at the moment, running around doing a ton of stuff with a 10 week old baby. Um, and when I am home, it is awesome. It is great. Uh, I'm still getting the hang of the diapers and the bath time and all that, but I'm trying my hardest, Dan. I mean, it is everything you guys cracked it up to be. Do it's you, fantastic. Do you uh, gag at the, the baby shits? I love the baby poop because it means we're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like a if good he's not poop pooping, is good. Yeah. If he's yeah. not pooping, it means something's not going right because we're feeding him. Um, yeah. So I'm okay with the poops. I think I would I would be a little disgusted if it was your kids, but it's my own. So yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, I, th- I think that makes perfect sense. What do you, Jay, what do you make of baby music? Like the songs that the kids, I think a whole new genre for Oh. Well, so we watch this, uh, I don't know if you watch this, Shregs, this Baby First TV channel. There's a TV channel. It's all baby shows. We watch it okay. nonstop. This is all we watch in our house. I haven't watched a normal television show in a year and a half. <laughs> you have, you, okay, so you haven't seen Stranger Things yet. Oh, right, that, that was the one show I watched. So, so right. yeah, that's it. Like we, That's all we watch, and it's the same. But the thing is, they they play the same six songs over and over and over. And I remember at first I'm like, I'm not going to be one of those guys who knows all the lyrics to these songs. I'm not going to be that guy. I know all the lyrics to those. You know, all of them. I know. all. And, of and like, lyrics. and like, imagine if our favorite rock bands did remixes, we would love that. By the way, Shrek's uh, Ben was just talking about the killers. I know you're such a huge fan. He said we could have played killer songs on our TV show. Uh, what? 
two weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, no, they were one of our artists of the month. However many and what'd you do? Back. And what'd you do? We didn't what'd do you, anything. Didn't we didn't even know. Didn't yeah. We didn't even what, know. It wasn't cool enough for Ben Teller. What was, what's he listening to? <laughs> it's my fault. What is he listening to? Macklemore? What are you listening to, ben? That's a compliment. Hey, Shrek. What are you le- listening to? Legit question. If the Killers yeah. put out a uh, children's album, would you say, uh, this is horrible, or would you buy that? I'd buy it. I mean, that's the combination of two great things right now in my life. Um, <laughs> if, if the killers read a dictionary, I would buy it. If the killers were to read a script from, uh, from you know, Genesis Book 5, I, w- I, would read, I would listen to it. I mean, the killers are amazing. Brandon Flowers is the greatest frontman in all of music. And I can't, I'm, I'm outraged that Ben Teller wouldn't give you the heads up because you got... I mean, this is crazy. He's too busy playing like Sir Mix-a-Lot instead. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot. I saw that Panda Express on one of their fortune cookies had smile like you mean it as their fortune and the killer's took a picture of it and tweeted at them, we'll take free orange chicken for life since you stole our chicken. That's great. I mean, hey, look, Metallica's suing Napster. These guys are making jokes. I'm okay with it. (laughs) Uh, Shrags, have you gone nuts about the Odell Beckham stuff since you're in New York? It's a lot, man. It's a lot. And at first, I, like, had to play the... Because I'm on a show with a bunch of non-New Yorkers, and their immediate reaction was, this is the stupidest story in the world. It doesn't matter. Who cares? And that's probably the rational take. Then as a New Yorker, I like put that hat on and I kind of was saying, if he drops a bunch of balls, like, you know, did he need to bring other attention to him other than this football game? And sure enough, he had the worst game of his career. Uh, and, you know, New York is melting. It's like the asteroid hit us here because what if Beckham played well? Because to be honest, man, and to all you guys, Eli Manning showed up on Sunday. The stats won't yeah. show it, but Eli Manning was money on Sunday. He was throwing the ball right in the breadbasket to these guys. Lasers. Lasers, they're busy taking uh, photo, photos of themselves. So I, I actually am the one kind of playing the hot take role and saying that they could have maybe saved the yacht trip till you know, any month. Or don't February. document it. Yeah, or just don't don't take a picture of it, and then nobody right? knows. Right, that's it. I mean, I, I assure you that Lawrence Taylor and Keith Hernandez and the 86 <laughs> Giants, 86 Mets, did a lot crazier things than hang out on a boat during their playoff run, but oh. you would never see photos you know? Gooden and Strawberry, that's like a... I could just imagine people talking about it in the streets of New York. It, Peter, you could write a book if you just walked around New York and over write a book about the overheard conversations. Well, you, the best thing is this. You have, you have I live in like an Italian neighborhood. You have the local guys who are like, just out of a movie. Like, imagine like Bronx Taylor, <laughs> Sopranos, the way that they're talking. Then you have a whole other genre of like, uh, you know, the guys when I'm going to work and they're on the street and you know they might not, not necessarily recognize me, but people want to talk sports and I talk with them, whatever. Then you've got this whole new genre of the Uber driver who might be new to the country and he wants to wait. <laughs> so, I mean, you're getting it from all walks of life and everyone has an opinion. It's the beauty of New York sports. I, I don't know if there's a Rams hot take thing out there, but <laughs> Giants... Giants move the needle, no matter who's who's considering the last know. game. The last game of the Rams season, I think there was seven people there. Yeah, the Rams. The Rams boy, are going to last sh- two years sh- in LA. I'm worried. Like, forget about the Chargers coming here. Like, the Rams are, have made zero impact, have zero effect on this city. No one's talking about them. And by the way, what is happening with the Chargers? Like, they're acting like, well, maybe we'll come, maybe we won't. What choice do they have now? They don't yeah, have a choice. No, January fifteenth deadline. I actually would say this. I think the Rams are about to get very exciting. I'm not going to – I don't know what's going to happen, but I think in the next couple of days the Rams are going to have some cool news, and I Ooh. think they're going to have to get a lot sexier and a lot more different than most NFL teams. Okay, fair Maybe enough. Maybe Cletus becomes the starting Maybe quarterback. Cletus, Our Cletus is the head coach. <laughs> Maybe Cletus is the head coach, <laughs> right? Maybe, 
Maybe Nick Wright is starting at flanker. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine the speaking of lasers, the lasers Cletus could throw. He'd throw it through guys. I think Cletus went like 34 or 42 in Super Bowl (laughs) 8. Great, great one from Cletus. And what about uh, what about the Raiders? Are are they going to Vegas, Shrakes? What's the latest? On it's that? a good chance. The money's there. It's like we. I don't like getting into all the the money and the financing, but like Vegas bizarrely like said, "Hey, we're going to give you from our government seven hundred and fifty million dollars. It's real money. It's direct from the state. Like taxpayers are paying it." And I know that sounds so nefarious. And Bill Simmons is going to do a monologue about it at some point, <laughs> but like. This is like very appealing for an NFL owner where I don't have to put up any of my own money and the government's paying for it. So until the city of Oakland finds the money, it's, it's hard to justify not moving. The only holdup would be if the NFL was like, you know what, don't want to be in Vegas. We really are opposed to the gambling aspect of it, which as of now, it doesn't seem like they're putting up too many roadblocks, which is crazy. The NHL paving the way, Shregs, as oh, usual. God, How's that, that going? Is that, did that start yet? Are they in Vegas yet? Uh, well, the they worst got a team, logo. They got a team name that they didn't research. Turns what are they, the White Knights? Else, what are they? The, the Golden, Golden Knights. <laughs> they didn't research that. Someone else has that trademark, so they got to figure Who, that like out. Toledo? Like, uh, what school has Golden Knights? Well, I don't know. UCF? And I saw that UCF. the London Knights, the London Knights of the West, uh, the Ontario Hockey League have some sort of beef with them. About, I'm like... Because yeah, it's the same logo. Right, but the it's The same like, color scheme, everything. We can't can't. What is Golden Knights, what's, what's the significance of Golden Knights to Las Vegas? Uh, because the owner, the owner was uh, yeah, was part of uh, West Point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I can't wait to tell my grandkids about that connection. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and also, Shregs, I believe they said they couldn't, because everyone was like, well, aces or something, but they, everyone said no. No, no gambling. gambling. No gambling nicknames. You know, because okay. Vegas, yeah. you don't associate it with that. Hey, yeah. How about how about the Carrot Tops or the, <laughs> the Luxers? Yeah. Or, my favorite. How bad is it when? How bad is it when you're coming back from Vegas and you get there on a Sunday morning and you feel like crap and you're going to TSA and you've got Penn and Teller and Carrot Top screaming at you from those monitors? Oh yeah, right. They're putting all their sh- through security in that yeah. video. Oh, that's they haven't the updated worst. those since like '88. Um, I, know, I, I Copperfield's did, doing tricks. Yeah, Copperfield's <laughs> there. Uh, I, I my favorite line though, uh, Brad Fay from one of our networks in Canada said they should just call them the Las Vegas Nordiques and save the time when they that's move it. to come back in two years. <laughs> it's gonna. I mean, that's inevitable. That's happening. Like that's just inevitable. Hey, Shrags, uh, before we yeah. let you go, uh, we know you travel a lot. What's been your chain restaurant of choice as of late? Oh, you know what I'm into a little bit. I'm into Panera a little bit. Oh, Panera bread. What's happening um, now is I'm doing this morning show, and on Fridays I'm on location. So I get done at like 10 a.m. I'm in the middle of, you know, whatever NFL city it is. And a lot of times it's too early for an Olive Garden, too early for an Applebee's, and it's a little too late for like your Starbucks. So I'll hit up a Panera, get a little you pick two. So for ten ninety nine, you get a soup and a salad. And I think that really hits the spot, guys. Ah, <laughs> oh, Shregs. Where are you this weekend? <laughs> Where is I got this a big, I got a big assignment. This is uh, I got called up to the big leagues. I am doing a playoff game. I'm doing sidelines for uh, Falcons versus Seahawks. Me and Pam Oliver on the call. Unbelievable! Wow. You and Oliver. That's unreal. I love when you're doing sidelines on a big game because everyone in Canada screenshots you and sends it to us. They just love. I seeing love that. You. And I and I you know I'm so happy I could be on the podcast with you guys. I know it's been a while. Life's been hectic. But to the viewers and listeners at home who've been tweeting me, there's no beef between me and Jay and Dan or. Maybe just me and Ben Taylor about the killers thing, but that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Peter, you are literally the hardest working guy in 
in uh, sports right now. So just we, an idea, just an idea, Shregs. Before I let you go, you Ben Teller, just the two of you, weekend in Vegas. You hit the joint. You guys go see a killer show. Maybe Penn Teller on the Sunday. Mm. Your overall thoughts on that, Ben? Tickets are on me. Flights are on me. If well, you can get us, if you can get us a free weekend to see the Killers, that will open up your eyes to a new experience. Can I? Can I give you a band that I liked more than the Killers at the same time that they were out and yeah. big? All good. All good. Panic at the Disco. Okay. Well, I mean, look, everyone, everyone's got their problems. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you've got an exclamation mark in the middle of your band name, that's pretty cool. <laughs> panic at the disco. He just put panic at the disco in the same house as a band that's got 25 number one hits, has toured the world. He put panic at the disco in the same breath. I am. Oh my God. Canada. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. You're looking yeah. It looks like this. Shregs, uh, Killers got their own studio in Vegas. You could hang right Right with them in the studio. Oh yeah, they're from. We've never Vegas. we've never done six degrees with them, but Jim, you have no connection to those guys. Do you? If you do, I'm gonna. Oh melt. yeah, let's hear this. Six degrees with the Killers. Uh, it's very loose, but I do have a connection to yes. the Killers. <laughs> well, part, part, uh, of, part of the bit is when you explain the connection, Jim. Yeah. So, uh, um, okay, two connections. One is. Okay. Uh, uh, so uh, I recorded uh, U2's Rattle and Hum. I did the their L.A. Coliseum show on that tour. And awesome. uh, Brandon Flowers just did on Jimmy Kimmel for um, uh, for for Red, for uh, raising uh, money for AIDS research. He yep. just performed with Bono uh, cool. over Christmas on Jimmy Kimmel's show. So, and you had already worked with you too, and so I had already worked with you too. So that's a very strong so, connection. So, uh, First of all, you did the rattle and hum you, you, for the movie. You recorded yeah, that. Wow, yeah, the that's the, the the L.A. Coliseum show. Yeah, wow. Yeah, uh, we recorded the Pretenders, who opened for them, and actually Steve Jones from Jonesy's Jukebox opened as well. And uh, he had the Foo Fighters on today on the way in. I was listening. Yeah, to he that. did. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So very um, cool, Jim. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So, All right, there you go, Shregs. There you go, guys. I love you. Hey, we'll Until see you on time. TV this weekend. Well, you can see uh, Shregs on TV every single day on the NFL Network, anyway. But uh, Shregs, I'll tell you this, guys. The the, the bit you did with the uh, sixteen of us in little boxes <laughs> talking all over each other. I'm not sure if it went viral or whatever, but I saw it and I was crying, laughing. I love that I was part of it. I, and Peter, have you noticed that whenever we have a fake movie trailer, we always put yeah. your movie review in, <laughs> and you always yeah. have glowing reviews? I love every movie. I love every movie. Uh, thanks, buddy. Bye. Thank you, guys. Peter Schrager, follow him on Twitter. He's a good follow at P Schrags. That's P S C H R A G S. What a guy! That was far too long since we had Schrags on. I know he really likes the killers. Oh yeah, he's yes. seen he's them, seen them like live. Times. Yeah, he's seen them live uh, around thirty times. Thirty and they, times. They played the first. They opened the new Vegas Arena. Yes, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's I'm surprised then, Peter uh, was not at that. Yeah, and then Guns played the second show. That's right. Be- I, like before Coachella or in between. I we've never even asked it was Peter. Before it was, it was before. before. Yeah. Has he gone backstage? But, uh, Has he met the band at least at this point? Maybe but, not, but. I'm sure he would have mentioned it to us by now. Just to clarify the rattle and hum thing, uh, Jimmy Iovine produced it, and he had uh, you know his engineer, and 
when we did the shows, they recorded them 48-track analog. So it was two 24-track tape machines. And so to do real changes, because now we had, you know, four tape machines, they couldn't fit them all in one truck. So they were using this truck out of uh, Pennsylvania Remote Recording Services with this guy, Dave Hewitt, who I've worked with a bunch. And uh, they did the whole tour. And when they got to the West Coast, when they got to L.A., I was working at the record plant. They used our truck to do the real changes. And we set up our truck. I was the guy who recorded the Pretenders with my console setup, and they used his truck to record U2. And when we needed to do real changes for the Pretenders, they were the real change truck recording Pretenders. And when we recorded U2, I was the real change truck for you too. When you mention these trucks, are you talking like tractor trailer or are you talking? Uh, uh, they like were a- like 40, 44 foot, uh, like bobtail trucks. They weren't, um, they weren't a semi truck. It was, uh, it was like a truck with a box on the back. Is it not tough driving down a bumpy road stuff? You're thinking everything gets thrown off. So part of my job was to actually drive the truck. <laughs> And it was crazy because it was uh, 10-speed split axle. So, you know, you'd have to learn how to drive essentially, you know, what what is that, 20 gears or whatever, high-low, 10, 10 gears. It was pretty wild. I, I already knew how to do that. I was a member of the Teamsters. <laughs> and uh, You were a Teamster? Yeah, yeah. Have you uh, have you murdered someone? Jim? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Jim, did you see? So, uh, Billy, uh, Billy Bob won uh, Golden Globe. Yeah, congrats! His his second um, Golden Globe, and he actually, I want to set- say, I can't remember if he won a Golden Globe or not for Sling Blade. But yeah, I know, I, I he won know one for a, Fargo, right? He won one for Fargo, yeah. and he won one for this. Yeah. Hey, uh, you have your rebuttal on your pats. Oh yeah, eat. Sh- oh, <laughs> no, right. I'm sorry. Well, we should, maybe we can have a little wager. I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry. Let's, I didn't let's, mean yeah, let's do a wager here, guys. Let's do a little wager. Lay something down. No, no, Lay down no. the gauntlet. This will be the easiest money you ever made. No, what, whatever you want to do, I, I'll a six pack of whatever you like to drink. I like that. Okay, a six yeah. pack of of each of our choosing. Whoever yeah. Wins. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. All that right. sounds good. All yeah. right. And uh, we'll crack them open next week. Perfect. Oh, I'm down with that. Right. Sure. That sounds good. Yeah. So we all get to win. Yes. Yes. I'm winning yeah. regardless. <laughs> yes. Everybody yeah. wins. No, I, I I think it's wonderful and I'm all about uh you know, doing a nice friendly wager. <laughs> yes, like that. exactly. That's so good. But, uh, I I can't believe you you know you No one can. But I'm I'm just taking this take because it's the take but, that no one is taking. Well, you know the, the hottest. The, no, 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 no. The crazy thing about it is, like Shregs was saying like almost the whole damn team is from New England. All the coaching yep. staff. All the coaching yep. staff. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. then and if it Will does Ford happen, too. we play your audio clip and Oh, we play that forever. Yeah. We play that forever. <laughs> We're sending that to the CPs of every Absolutely. show at the network. Absolutely. And yeah. if they lose, we just don't pull it. We ignore it. We yeah. pretend yeah. it didn't happen. And didn't I'm happen. just weeping on a loop. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. That's right, exactly. All right. Yeah. Well that was fun. 
that was great. Thanks to P. Shregs and uh, thanks to Mac DeMarco. Got to get uh, send a tweet to Mac DeMarco. Tell him uh, he's got to come on the Jane Dan podcast. We want to we want to chat with him. Have a little chat. And visit jandan.com to get your Jane Dan gear. It uh, supports the Canadian Tire Kickstart program where they get kids playing sports uh, that can't afford it. Their families uh, and them. So there you go. There it is. Yeah. Bye. 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 So long. My time here is up.